the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. Amen, amen, amen. Getting ready to start another Bible study. Got about another minute before we open up. I'm just trying to get everybody some time to get on. Amen, 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 amen. I pray that everybody had a good day today. Amen. Got another good Bible study. Amen. Coming for you. Amen. Time to give God some glory because he is worthy to be praised. Amen. I pray that Everybody, once again, had a beautiful day today. Amen. I pray that the Lord had ordered your steps and kept you covered. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, God. Yes, yes, yes. Getting ready. Getting ready to get on and have another good Bible study. I pray that everybody had a good Valentine's Day on yesterday. Amen. Uh, both male and females. I pray that the men had a good day. The ladies had a good day. Sometimes ladies get men stuff for Valentine's Day sometimes. Some ladies don't even want nothing. I got a guy on my job. Say, hey, why don't, that ain't her thing. I'm like, okay, yeah, some women don't don't want nothing. I said, okay. Because you ain't got to spend too much money then. Mm. All right. Let us go ahead into a word of prayer because it is now six o'clock and I believe in starting on time. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this day, God. We give you glory. We give you honor because you are worthy to be praised. We thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for your blood shed. We thank you for your blood covering, Heavenly Father. We thank you for the ordering of our steps, Lord. We thank you for leading and guiding us in Jesus' holy name, God. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you bless this Bible study on tonight, God, to have your way and your will be done. Use me, anoint me, Heavenly Father, to bring a mighty word on tonight, God. Father God, as I give you glory and I pray, Lord, that the people under the sound of my voice on tonight will see you in me, Heavenly Father, not just me. So I pray that I will decrease and you will increase in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your holy name, God. Use me, Heavenly Father, for your glory in Jesus' holy name, God. Father God, we love you. We praise you. We give you honor. We give you glory because you are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Hello there. Sister Patterson, the Queen of Orangeburg, how are you? Amen. Bless your holy name. Thank you for tuning in on tonight. Amen. Amen. We're going to be coming out of the book of Psalm 37. Amen. Amen. I, hey there, Sister Myers. Hey, Myers, how are you? How are you? Thank you for tuning in from the mighty faith deliverance. Amen. All the way up in the great county of Newberry. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in, sister. Amen. Amen. I thank you all for coming on in. Amen. Why is it always the ladies is always first. Amen. The ladies is always first. Remind me back of 
Moni Love and Queen Latifah. Ooh, ladies first, ladies first. That's probably too young for y'all. Y'all know nothing about that. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Amen. Need some of my brothers to get on here first from time to time. Oh, now he coming in here. What's going on, brother Billy? Amen. 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 What's going on, bro? Amen. I'm just messing with the ladies on here. The ladies always chiming in first. That's all right. That is all right. And Jesus said it was the ladies, the first one at the tomb. <laughs> all right. Hey, man, I am Elder Dakota Radden coming at you from Restoration Community Outreach Ministries. Hey, man. Hallelujah. God, she says she know about that. Hey, man. Under the mighty leadership of Pastor Tonetta Robinson, our senior pastor and awesome woman of God. Hey, man. And our bishop, our overseer, Bishop John Willie Robinson, the triple B, the big bad bishop. Hey, man. Hallelujah. God. Hey, man. And, um, Thank God for them allowing me to do another Bible study on tonight. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you ever need a place to fellowship, the 2208 East Boundary Road, if you're here in Columbia, that's Restoration Community Outreach Ministries. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless your name. And if you're up in Newberry, you go to um, somebody can put the address up there for 2615 or something. John Stone Street up there in Newberry. Hallelujah. Uh, with uh, Bishop Robinson is the pastor up there and he's uh, bringing a mighty word every week up there as well. Hallelujah. God bless your holy name. We're coming out of Psalm 37 on today. Psalm 37 has a lot of meaning and it's 40 verses, but we just be going over just a few. Amen. I have preached on this before over the years, some years past. I've never did a Bible study on it. Now I can kind of like get in depth and talk about a few things that telling you what not to do and what to do on certain things. Amen. Psalm 37 is an awesome verse. Psalm is just full of praise and magnifying the Lord. But right off, it tells you don't even worry about people. I know we see that all the time and we hear it, but it is biblical because it tells you in the very first verse of Psalm 37, it says to fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be envious against the workers of iniquity. They say, don't even worry about them. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Boyd. Thank you for tuning in. Amen. Mighty man of God. I learned so much from him. Always dropping nuggets when we talk. Amen. Amen. God bless him. And young second up there in, up there in uh, Aiken County. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. And Manetta, fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be envious of the evil workers. Amen. Don't even worry about them. Sometimes we have a tendency because we're trying to do right, being led by the Holy Spirit, and we're doing what we do, but we see somebody that's not in Christ, maybe don't hardly go to church at all, whatever the reason may be, or whatever the case may be, or, or a wishy-washy person, whatever, really not, might go to church, but don't live it, and it looks like just everything is going their way. They got the finance they need. They got the promotions at the job. They got the two to three story house. They got the up to date car, the Cadillac Escalade and all of that type of stuff going on cruises and vacations all the time. And you stuck where you at most of the time. That That's aggravating. <laughs> when you see that, you're like, my God, why? <laughs> look what, <laughs> come on now. But look, the word tells you don't even worry about that. 
The word tells you don't worry about that because one thing for sure in verse two it explains what happens to them. It says that for they shall be soon cut down like the grass and wither like the green herb. And we know what happens eventually with flowers. You see all the beautiful flowers that the ladies got on on Valentine's Day or whatnot. Now you go look at them about seven to ten days from now and see what they look like. They're only here for a season. They are beautiful though. They are beautiful and they look good when they're properly watered and all the stuff that you do to them. But after a while, the edges of them start to get a little brown. Then the, the beautiful petals on the leaves start to crumble up a little bit. That's what it says. It says they will wither like the green herb. Hallelujah, God. Don't worry about what evildoers do. Don't worry about what the atheists do. Don't worry about what just whatever. If they don't believe in Christ, a lot of them do have a holy name. What good is it? What good is to have everything and not to and, and end up losing it all? Because what matters is it's the last day on judgment day. If you hold on and don't be weary in well doing, hallelujah God, you keep doing what you do. Thank you sister for putting that address up there. You keep doing what you do. Hallelujah. You keep praising God. You keep moving forward. You keep blessing the Lord. You keep doing that. You keep being good to others. You keep loving on others. You keep forgiving people that don't forgive you. You keep forgiving people that do you wrong. We might touch on that in a minute. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. You keep doing what you do. And don't worry about what everybody else do. Hallelujah, God. Because God sees it and God knows. Hallelujah, God. That's why it says the meek shall inherit the earth. Not the proud, not the boastful, but the meek. Hallelujah, God. Do what you do. And you just keep doing forward. See, because see, verse three, it says trust in the Lord. Hallelujah, God. It says trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily shalt thou be fed. God will take care of you if you trust in him. If God is first in your life, God is number one in your life, which he should be. Never put nothing before God. Always remember, even in the Ten Commandments, the very first commandment is thou shall have no other gods before me. God is first and foremost in everybody's life. I mean, he should be in a Christian's life. If you follow Jesus like you're supposed to, if Jesus is the head of your life, then that's who's first. Not your mother, not your father, not your brother, not your sister, not your child, not your wife, not your husband, not your money, not your job. There's so many things. People ought to put all of those things in front of God, and it shouldn't be. God is above all of that. Yes, even your children. Hallelujah. God is above everything. Hallelujah. Because he's the one that created you. He's the one that formed you. He's the one that puts breath in your body to breathe. Hallelujah. God, he's the one that wakes you up. Not the alarm clock. How many people is in the bed, uh, laying in the bed, uh, not breathing no more than took their last breath and the alarm clock just going off. So it's not the alarm clock. Hallelujah. It's Christ Jesus that gets you up. It just disturbs your sleep that you can get up. Hallelujah. God bless your holy name, but you got to be awake to hear it first. Hallelujah. And that's God. God is the God. Hallelujah. God. That's why it says trust in the Lord. Don't put trust in man. Don't put trust in machines. Don't put trust in your job. Don't put trust in nothing. Put trust in the Lord. That's who becomes first. That's why it says you trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and you shall be fed. Hallelujah. God bless your name. Trust. Trust in the Lord. My Lord, my God. There's so many scriptures about trusting in the Lord. Hallelujah, God. I, I, I pastor her favorite, amen, is, uh, uh, what's that? Proverbs, uh, three, uh, Proverbs three and six, amen, about that. About, you know, trusting the Lord and not, not to lean to your own understanding. Hallelujah. Proverbs three, five and six, amen. Trust in the Lord. Bless your holy name, God. And see, now this is what I want to get to right here in, in verse four. The very first word is delight. Delight thyself in the Lord. Delight. How many of you are happy serving Christ? 
How many of you are happy being a Christian? How many of you are happy living for the Lord? Hallelujah, God. You know, it's a mighty man of God and, and uh, uh, Pastor Boyd, who I'm talking about with Elder uh, Jenkins, Jerry Jenkins, another mighty man of God. He always have said, if you are not happy being a Christian, you won't be one long. Hallelujah, God, because when you delight yourself in the Lord, you don't mind doing thing the God's way. You don't mind doing thing the Lord's way, the right way. Hallelujah, God. You don't mind. Hallelujah. You don't mind forgiving people. Amen. That do you wrong. That backstab you. That lie on you. That cheat on you. Hallelujah, God. You don't mind just loving people who don't love you back. Hallelujah, God, because the word tells us to do that. That's what we do as Christians. You got to delight yourself in the Lord. Do you love reading your word? Do you love coming to church? Do you love singing gospel music? Do you love listening to gospel music? Do you love being around other Christian people? Hallelujah, God, bless your name. You got to love that type of thing. Everything that's about Christ Jesus, you got to love it. It says delight yourself in the Lord. I love being who I am. That lifestyle that I have, I left that a long time ago, years ago when I gave my life to Christ. Hallelujah, God. That lifestyle is gone. I don't sit back and dwell and think about what I used to do all the time and all the, the fun I used to have and the, the places I used to go and the things that I used to do and before I met my wife and all the women I used to chase and, and lay up with and all of that type of foolishness. That's gone. I love the life that I have, being married, being faithful, being a child of God, going to church, hallelujah, serving God, bless your holy name, leaving the alcohol alone, leaving the lusting out the women alone, all of that type of stuff. I delight myself in the Lord now, hallelujah, because I'm a changed man. That's because the word says that we are new creatures in Christ. Delight yourself in the Lord, hallelujah, God. Do you love being a Christian? And do you love going to church? What, the, uh, uh, what it says in the word that says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. My God, how, are you glad when the church doors open? Hallelujah, bless your holy name, God. Bishop had to preach Friday night last Friday, went Friday night. I could have been any place else. I could have stayed home. I could have made an excuse or told Pastor them I wasn't coming. This is Friday night. Amen. Me and my wife can go out and watch a movie or go do something or whatever the case may be. But no, no, no. In the house of the Lord. That's where we was at. Supporting our bishop as he was preaching last Friday night. Hallelujah, God. You don't mind doing things like that. You don't mind fellowshipping with other Christians and whatnot. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. Delight yourself in the Lord. My God. I mean, you should have the attitude where nothing is going to stop you from loving on somebody. Nothing is going to stop you from living holy. Ain't no devil, nowhere, no demon, nothing can stop you from blessing the Lord. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. There, my wife. Now she on here talking about preach up here calling me and interrupting me a minute ago. Hallelujah, God. That's my baby, though. Bless your holy name. Hallelujah, God. You got to love it. Amen. Amen. And mainly also you got to see. And if you're single, you should be looking for a man or a woman of God that puts God first. Hallelujah, God. See, I got a wife that puts God first. Hallelujah. She don't put me first, her children or a job, but she puts God first. Amen. See, I can live with that. I can deal with that. Hallelujah, God. Other than that, anything comes before God, that's where we go have problems. That's where we go butt heads. That's where we go clash. Hallelujah. You should be looking for somebody who loves the Lord, that puts God first in all things. Hallelujah, God. And I guarantee you, you do that first. You ask God to lead you and guide you. You get that person if you're single. Hallelujah, God. Bless your hope. And you on the right way. You on on the right track. No matter how fine they are, if they are not in the Christ Jesus, you need to lead them be. You need to lead them alone. Hallelujah. Delight yourself in the Lord. Bless your holy name. You should just love to hear the word of God. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Commit thy way to the Lord. Well, it says delight yourself in the Lord 
and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. See what happens when you delight yourself in the Lord. And then number five, verse five, it says, commit thy way unto the Lord. Commit thy way unto him also, and he shall bring it to pass. Committed. You got to be committed. You got to be faithful. You got to be dedicated. Part of my daily prayers, I'm praying for my wife and I. When I be praying, I pray that my wife and I, that we be committed, dedicated, and faithful to God. You got to be committed. When you committed to something, you are all in. And Jesus knows if you're all in or not, because why? He knows the heart. He knows the heart. That's why I say you got to be careful. Tell me, well, God knows my heart. Uh -huh. When you're trying to get away with something and you really don't want to do it and tell me, well, God knows my heart and all that. No, 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 no. Yeah, God knows your heart. All right? He knows if you committed. He knows if you're faithful. He knows if you dedicated. Hallelujah. You can't be using that for an excuse when you're trying to stop doing something, but you don't quite stop yet. But God knows my heart. He know I really don't want to do this. But no, 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 no. God does know your heart. If there's something that you ain't supposed to be doing, you need to let it go and stop it. Hallelujah, God. Whatever it may be, there's many vices out there. I don't have to name them. You know what it is. You know what your shortcomings is. You know, if it's something that you can't stand up and announce in church that you're doing, then you need to let it go. I think I'm going to say that again. If there's something that you're doing that you can't stand up in the middle of the church and just yell to the top of your lungs, this is what I'm doing and whatnot, then you need to let it go. If it's something that's causing a disconnect between you and God, let it go. Hallelujah, God. Commit yourself fully to the Lord. Be committed. Stop whatever it is that's keeping you um, disconnected, I would say, from Christ Jesus, because you don't want nothing to mess your blessings up. Hallelujah. Yes, we all make mistakes. Yes, we all mess up. Ask God for forgiveness. Ask God to help you. Ask God to deliver you from whatever that thing is in the mighty name of Jesus and keep moving forward. Tell the devil he is a liar. Whenever that thing creep up and, pro and pop up, tell the devil he is a liar. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Don't let the, uh, the enemy use you to do wicked. Don't let the enemy use you to do evil. Commit yourself to the Lord. Be faithful and dedicated. Hallelujah, God. That's what I'm saying. You got to look for people that's committed. Preachers, pastors are looking for men and women of God that's in uh, to be leaders, but they're also looking for a commitment. You got to show a commitment. You got to show a delightfulness. First of all, they got to know that you love the Lord and Lord is first in everything that you do. They got to know that you're committed. Are you faithful with coming to church? Are you committed with doing what you're supposed to do? We just can't. There's too many people that's in position that's not committed, and we can't have that. You can't have nobody that's committed, and I blame preachers for that. Whoever the pastors is, that's why you got loose cannons out here, deacons and trustees and some ministers and whatnot doing any and everything because they got uh, promoted or got installed when they had no business having that position. These positions are, are, are holy, and you got to take these things serious. People are watching you and stop making a mockery out of the body of Christ because you're not committed. Hallelujah. If you got to sneak and go around the corner where can't nobody see you to smoke a cigarette and all that type of stuff, or to go take a drink and all of this type of foolishness and whatnot, then you're not committed. Hallelujah, God. Be committed to what you're doing to Christ Jesus and be all in. Sell completely out. Sell out to Christ. All in. That's why I said you got you got you got to sell all the way out. Hallelujah, God. There's no other way to go. You got to be all in. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. 100% and more. Give your all to Christ. Unconditional love. Hallelujah, God. Give your all. If we say God is our all in all, then that's what we need to be giving to God. We need to give God our best. Amen. That's a, another, uh, I'd like to come from that, from Malachi, um, in the first chapter of Malachi. We always talk about tithes and offering when we deal with Malachi, um, 
in the uh, third chapter, talking about the tithes and offering, but the first chapter of Malachi, hallelujah, God. Amen, pastor. Amen. Um, it talks about being, you know, giving God your best and whatnot. When you committed to God, you give God your best. See, just like what Pastor Boyd is saying, see, like love is a position more than the power of God. And some people are in it just for a title. Now you can stick your chest out and say that you are that deacon or you are trustee or you are whatever title that they give you and whatnot. But see, you're not living up to it. That's all you're concerned about. And to correct somebody, if somebody calls you by the wrong name and let them know. They call you by your first name or what are you? I'm a deacon and what all of that. No, it shouldn't even be about all that. See, now I've been an elder I think since 2014 or so. And there's people that might even still call me deacon. You think I shut them down? I don't shut them down. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm a help. Call me brother in Christ because I'm a brother. All of that type. It don't matter. You call me brother Radden if you want to. That's fine with me. I'm not hung up on titles. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. I'm a child of the most high God. I am a servant. And that's what we're here to do, to serve. Amen. There's Deacon Scriven right there, tuning in, mighty man of God. Amen. Representing First Nazareth. <laughs> Hallelujah, God. Amen. It's not about titles. Amen. You got to be committed. Hallelujah, God. You got to be dedicated. You got to be faithful. Hallelujah. You got to have a loving heart because it's going to be people that don't love you. Hallelujah. And you cannot return a favor. You can't return evil for evil. That's why the word says don't return evil for evil. You return evil with good. You return no love with love. Hallelujah, God. That's who Christians are. When you commit it, when you're delightful, that's what you do. Hallelujah, God. Nobody said this was easy. Nobody. God know I say he knew exactly what he was doing when he chose you. That's why everybody, this ain't for everybody. Sadly, you will love for everybody to be saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. But sadly and unfortunately, that's not the case. Because everybody can't do that. Some people is just not going to forgive. Some people is just not going to love. You don't love me. I don't love you. You uh, stab me in the back. I can't forgive you for that. That's unforgivable. And all of that type of fooling. And that's why they'll never make it in. All because you will let people keep you out of heaven. That's sad. Some people go let people keep them from making it to the promised land. I refuse to let one person or people keep me from making it in. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Heaven is too good. I know it. I done read about it and whatnot. But you get mad. I know it ain't nothing like it. There's nothing that you can describe. I know it's nothing like you've ever seen before and whatnot like that. But I know one thing, from at least from what I read about the streets of gold and the pearly gates and so many other things, and you ain't going to need no sun because Jesus is all the light that you need. My God, my God, you know what? And and, and I'm going to miss all of that because somebody that made me mad, man, please, no. And whatnot, I can't do it. Commit yourself and delight yourself in the Lord. Hallelujah, God. Don't let people get on your last nerve and cause you to miss out. I know it's people do some wicked things, people do some terrible things, but you have to ask God to find it in your heart to let that mess go and to forgive that individual. Hallelujah, God. Look what they did to our Lord and Savior, how they beat him all night long and all that blindfolded him and slapping him and beating him and pulled the beard out of his face. You ain't never had nobody do that to you. And he still said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. You never had that done to you now. I know you haven't. Now, come on now. Yeah, you might. Everybody's different. Everybody go through different experiences in life and, and some lot of terrible things that happen. But you got to forgive, saints of God. You just have to commit that way unto the Lord. Commit that way. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. See, and once again, we get back to that. It says, rest in the Lord, wait patiently for him, fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. 
because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. See, there you go. Tell you, don't worry about people and the stuff that they have. Hallelujah, God. Don't worry about all that type of stuff. Just keep keep your eyes on Jesus. You got to have tunnel vision. Put your blinders on from the outside world and focus because you're not walking by uh, by by uh, sight. You're walking by faith because that's the word it says. That's what we walk by. You got to keep your blinders on. And see all that stuff, because if you got your blinders on, you can see all kind of other foolishness and whatnot, and it can cause you to lose your way. Keep your blinders on and focus on God. How do you keep your blinders on? Staying in your word, praying, fasting, loving, having that communication with Jesus on a daily basis, on a regular, several times a day, not just once a day. Don't just tell God, thank you when you wake up in the morning. That's the last time you talk to him. Talk to God throughout the day. Hallelujah, God. Whenever you get an opportunity at your job or wherever you may be, if you're not working, retired, whatever the case may be, talk to God throughout the day. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name because he's worthy and he's good like that. Hallelujah, God. Keep them blinders on and you will be focused. Amen. Because the enemy is doing all that he can to distract you, to get you off track, to get you off course. Hallelujah, God. You got you got to stay online. You got to stay online. You got to stay in line when it come to Christ. Hallelujah. Rest in the Lord. See verse eight right there says cease from anger, forsake wrath. Some of us have an angry spirit and that needs to go. See Psalm 37 is just full of wisdom and different things of that nature about what to do and what not to do. This is one thing it tells you not to do. Cease from anger. What does the Bible say about far as being angry? It says you can be angry, but what? Sin not. You know that. I got some holy readers on here. Hallelujah, God. You can be angry, but just don't act a fool when you're angry. That's all. The graveyard, the cemetery, full of people that did something because they was angry. The jailhouse, the prisons are full because of anger, because you acted out. You see it every day on the news. People out here arguing and fussing and fighting, and somebody pull out a gun. Anger. Pull out a gun and start shooting. I shoot an individual. Now, guess what? Now, two families, two families is in mourning and grieving right now. The family that lost a loved one and the family that's about to lose a loved one. The family that lost a loved one to death and the other family about to lose their loved one to the prison system for the rest of their life or for the next 25 years to life. And sometimes the death penalty or whatever kit or whatever the case may be. Two families got to go through now all because of anger. You pulling out the pistol and got to prove something because you mad and all of that type. Some people just do not need a firearm. Everybody don't need a gun. Well, it's the Second Amendment. You got rights. I just said everybody don't need them. You got the right. I got a right too, and whatnot. But everybody don't need to have a pistol like that because you get too angry and upset. The other person probably ain't even got nothing and all of that type of stuff. And then some people shoot each other. Now you got two people that's dead. Anger. Pure foolishness and whatnot. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. It is fret not in any wise to do evil. Don't do nothing to do evil. The book of Amos tells us, it tells us in the fifth chapter of Amos, in the 15th verse, love the good, hate the evil. And that's something that I think that we're getting further and further away from is loving the good and hating the evil. Loving evil a little bit too much. So I'm starting to hate the good and whatnot, the good in people. You know, even though, and I know this is, you know, slightly off subject, but this is what I was talking about. Um, anybody who knows me knows who my favorite football team is and whatnot. And the Super Bowl just came on and 
the quarterback of my favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys, just did some humanitarian work where he won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. That's when you out here volunteering and doing work and going out in the community and doing things of that nature and whatnot. And when they announced him, people were booing him. But it was the team that, that's in this division, the Eagles fan. But the point is, you sometimes you can let even a sport, you know people die over sports and gambling and betting and things of that nature. Some people take it that far. People get in fights at stadiums all because over teams. As much as I love my team, I've never been in a fight over them and whatnot. I've never had to pull out a gun or a knife or do anything to protect myself because I done got in a face-to-face argument with somebody over a football team that doesn't know me, don't send me any checks or royalties, none of that type of stuff. And when uh, I just support them, that's it. And But you go boo somebody that's out here doing work in the community and whatnot, that's a little too much hate and whatnot like that. I mean, that, that's what you worried about. It ain't even got nothing to do with football and you out here doing that. And some people literally hate you because you play on a certain team and whatnot. Like I'm saying, we, we, we loving the evil too much and, and we're not loving on the good. And when, and stuff like that don't make no sense. And that's a ball game. That's all that is. It's just a game. And people take it to the extreme to get in arguments and people make bets. And when they don't pay up, they get in arguments and kill people and all of that type of stuff. Hallelujah. John Steen. John Steen. We go way back. What's going on, Jay? Thank you for tuning in. Way back. Jay Steen. Um, you can't do that, saints of God. That's why you can't let your anger cease from anger. Anger will get you in trouble. People are serving time right now, and I guarantee you, when they're sitting on their bunk, looking at them steel bars, they're saying, why did I do such and such? If I just would have walked away, if I just would have drove off, if I wouldn't have let them get to me, all of that type of stuff. But see, now it's too late because you don't put somebody six feet deep because of anger, all of that type of stuff. It's, it's not worth it. It's not worth me to spend the rest of my life in jail because I get mad. The Bible says cease from anger. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus got angry. He flipped over some tables and whatnot, but he didn't bludgeon nobody to death. He didn't beat nobody to death. He whipped them with a cord. If you look at it, because for one thing, they was in the house of the Lord doing stuff that they ain't got no business doing. And Jesus got mad and upset and got them out of there. If you go in the house of the Lord, the house of the Lord ain't no gambling house. You don't go in there to sell goods and trade and all that. You go in the house of the Lord to magnify, to lift up, to worship Christ. That's what it's there for. Not to do all kind of other foolishness. And it made him mad and whatnot. But if that's, if you notice, then that's about the only time you can see him that mad and doing that. And he tells us in the word, and he tells us in the word to stop that, to calm down, to show love. That's why I says forgive people. Love those who despitefully use you, as it tells you in the fifth chapter of Matthew. Nobody, like I said, nobody says it's easy to do. But if you stay before God long enough, it'll come easy and whatnot. And you know what you need to do when somebody does you wrong. You know what they do. Delight yourself in the Lord. Love the Lord. Hallelujah, God. Forgive. I can't. I'm trying to you see that pattern. I'm trying to get that in you, saints of God. You got to read Psalms 37. It, it got so much stuff in here. Hallelujah, God. It got so much. This this is the part where, where I was young. What where, 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 where David says that, you know, I've been young and now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor begging for bread. That tell you that God got your back. Hallelujah. No matter what. God got you back. He said he's, he's as young as he is and, and as old as he's gotten. He's never seen God turn his back on the righteous. Hallelujah, God. As long as you in the hands of the most high God, he going to take care of you. As long as you serve.
serving God and living for him and doing what you're supposed to do, he going to take good care of you. Hallelujah, God. What's going on, E. Williams, my classmate, Big Eric, Big E? Hallelujah, God. My pastor and them will love you because, you know, they're still the fans, unfortunately. Hallelujah, God. He gave me a little grief every now and then. But David said he never seen the righteous forsaken. God, don't forget about the righteous. He's not going to leave you. Not going to leave you. That means his whole life from young to now he's old. Hallelujah, God. Never seen the righteous forsaken. My God. Well, that's good there. We like to quote that all the time. Now look what it says in verse 27. Depart from evil and do good. That's what I was talking about a minute ago. Depart from evil. Don't let anger get you all wrapped up in the stuff. People have gotten divorces from marriage. Anger. Out of anger, you've done something that you ain't had no business doing. You done probably hit your spouse. I said something out of the way that was real hurtful. Anger. And now you end up in divorce court spending all types of money and whatnot to get out of it now. And now you're single when you had somebody good, had somebody loving on you, had somebody taking care of you. But no, but the words out of your mouth or you act like you couldn't control your hands and whatnot. And now you're in trouble now. Anger. Hallelujah, God. Don't let anger get you in trouble. Oh, anger. That, that's a nasty spirit to have, anger. That's why the word says to cease from it. Get away from anger. Don't let, I think what it says also in the book of Proverbs, that anger rests in the, in the hearts, of, in the bosom of fools. There's something like that. A wrath rests in the bosom of fools. There's something like that, I believe. That verse says that calls you a fool. It, it's not good. You can get headaches. Stress can kill you. Ulcers. Cancer, all kinds of stuff, all from having an angry spirit all the time. That's not good. Hallelujah, God. That's not good. That's why I said to cease from it. The Bible is telling you this. I'm telling you this because I love you and I don't want to see you that way. Yes, you might get angry. Obviously, we're human beings from time to time, but not all the time. And when you do get angry, make sure you try and keep it under control. Remember, that's part of the fruit of the spirit. Amen. That's self-control. You know, the love, peace, and, 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 and the joy, and the goodness, and the meekness, and all of that, and whatnot, and self-control, the patience, and all of that, the long-suffering, it tells you self-control. you got to have control if you're a child of the Most High God. Hallelujah, God. If not, pray that God will get you under control. Uh, under control. Brother Burgess, God, God bless you, mighty man of God. Good to hear from you. Amen. Get your anger under control. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. It's so much, once again, so much good meat in here. Hallelujah. Look at verse 34. It says, wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. Hallelujah, God. When the wicked, when the wicked shall cut off, you shall see it. Hallelujah, God. Once again, it keeps telling you how the wicked is going to be cut off. That's why you got to stop all of that foolishness. Give your life to Christ. Let God order your steps and live for him. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. That's why it says the evil will be cut off. So therefore, you got to delight yourself in the Lord. Commit yourself. Rest in the Lord. Cease from anger. Hallelujah, God. All of that. Trust in the Lord. Psalm 37, it lays it all out for you. Bless your holy name, God. All the way down to the very last verse. And it says, and the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. See what happens when you trust him? He'll deliver you. He will save you. He will keep you. We sing the song. You say he's a keeper. Hallelujah. How many know that God is a keeper? Hallelujah, God. 
He's a keeper. I know I got some witnesses out there. A lot of you know where you're supposed to be at right now. A lot of you know that some of you should be dead. Hallelujah. As they say, sleeping in your grave. A lot of you should be dead. Some of you should be sick and in the hospital all the time. But my God, God stepped in because he is a keeper. That car accident that you was in. Some of you even got shot and stabbed and on heavy drugs and all of that. But you're still here because God is a keeper. You got a testimony and you better tell people your testimony where God has delivered you from. My God. Tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah, God. How many people have had cancer cancer free right now? God, but God. Hallelujah, God. That's right, brother. Find peace with all men because see what brother uh, Eric Williams just now said, my classmate, the stiller lover, he said, find peace with all men. That's scripture. That's in the book of Hebrews. It says to follow peace with all men and without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Hallelujah. My God. It says, follow peace with all men. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. If you're not living holy, you ain't going to see God. It says, follow peace with all men. You can't make it into heaven with something with mad at somebody. You can't. If you mad at somebody like right now, you better get that out of your spirit. If it happened today, if it happened last week, if it happened last year, if it happened 10 years ago, you better get that mess out of your spirit like right now. Because you don't know when your last day on this earth is. And you don't want that individual or individuals, plural, to keep you from making it in. You better get that mess out of your spirit. Hallelujah, God. My God, I pray that each and every last one of y'all got something out of this on today. There you go, John. Get that testimony how God saved your life. There you go. See, this brother right here, John Steen, was a bad boy back in the day. He was a bad boy. And look, we say God saved his life. Amen, Jay. I haven't seen Jay probably since the 80s. Me and Jay haven't seen each other. Amen. And just a little information from me. He's a Caucasian brother. Amen. And Jay was a bad dude back in the day. You didn't mess with Jay way back. And he said, God saved his life. Amen. And I said, I don't know what state he's in. I haven't seen him in a long time, but I thank God that he tuned in. Amen. Because we go way back, like I say, when I was teenager and whatnot. Um, thank God. Amen. For the lesson on tonight. I pray that you got something out of it. I pray, hallelujah, thank you for tuning in, Sister Erica, amen, Deaconess, amen, Erica. I pray that you will continue to give God glory, let God order your steps. Everything that we talked about on tonight, cease from anger, delight yourself in the Lord, love being a Christian, enjoy what you're doing, trust in the Lord, hallelujah, God bless your holy name, Lord. Delight yourself, trust, rest in the Lord, wait patiently for him, all of those things, put all of those things in there. Cease from anger. Put God first above all things. Amen. Because he's worthy to be praised in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that each and every last one of you got something. Oh, my God. That's a testimony. That's sister man. Going off a bridge. Also getting hit head on by a drunk driver. Tell me God ain't good. Hallelujah. I know he is, sister. I know he is. Amen. Just look at that. Going off a bridge, getting hit by a drunk driver head on. You see that? That's what I'm talking about. Tell people your testimony. Let people know. I haven't heard that. You probably told that to a bunch of times to those in Newberry. That's my first time hearing that. God bless you. But God, but God, but God. And there's so many people with those types of testimonies. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless your holy name. Give those testimonies. Let people know where God has brought you from. Many of us should be dead right now or sick or have a disease or something that we can't get rid of, you know, from out there doing stuff that you ain't had no business doing with the ladies way back in the day and all of that type of stuff. Hallelujah, guys. You have some you shouldn't even get rid of. You can't get rid of and whatnot. But it was God's mercy. Hallelujah, God, because I know he like, look at that clown down there. Hallelujah. He had no idea 
<laughs> he's going to be saved in a few years. I'm going to let him go in and act a fool, but I'm going to keep him so he can get these testimonies and tell about the goodness of me because that's what I say. He will not give his glory to another. God gets the glory. Hallelujah. From all the mess I used to be in Ohio, praising God. Thank God for sharing. Yes, sir. You keep doing what you do, Jay, up there in Ohio, man. And, and I know it gets cold up there. You keep blessing the people up there and giving people your testimony. Way up there in Ohio, brother, tuning in. God bless you, John. Once again, you and your family. Thank you, uh, Bishop and Pastor, for tuning in. As always, they always give good words. If you need good teaching, if you need good preaching, amen. Restoration Community Outreach is the place to be on Sundays, every Sunday at 1045 sharp a.m. Amen. Hallelujah. God, come hear a word for my pastor, Pastor Tonetta Robinson, our mighty minister, Minister Joshua Robinson. Amen. I believe he'll be preaching this Sunday, third Sunday. I just preached uh, last Sunday on the second Sunday and pastor anchors it down on the first and fourth Sunday. Amen. And we have eight o'clock service on fifth Sundays. Amen. Bless your holy name. Uh, you service God. We got great people in the house of the Lord, loving people, people that don't judge you. Come as you are. Bless your holy name. Come right off the road. Come off the street. Don't matter what you're wearing. We we go bless you. Hallelujah, God. We go love on you. Hallelujah. We go give you the word. Amen. Just come to the spiritual hospital so you can be healed. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, bless your holy name, God. We thank you for this word on tonight. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for showing up in this place, God. I thank you for your presence being felt on here tonight. I thank you for the testimony. God. I thank you for all those that are tuned in, God. Bless each and every one that claim on the line on tonight. Bless them and their families, Heavenly Father. Order their steps. Keep them covered with your blood in the mighty name of Jesus and more they and may they have more than enough in the mighty name of Jesus. Your word says there's death and life and the power of the tongue. I'm speaking it right now. Hallelujah for the people of God that's tuning in whether it's tonight or tomorrow or the next day that they will have more than enough. God bless them. If they're not saved, I pray, Lord, that they'll repent and give their life to Christ Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we love you. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you honor and glory in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless each and every last one of you for tuning in. Amen. God bless you. Amen. I pray that you all have a good rest of your night. Amen. And get some good rest and some sleep. Until we meet again, but don't forget to go to church this Sunday and praise and shout them like you never shot before and give God the glory. In Jesus' holy name, amen, amen. If you want to make a donation to this ministry, is that dollar sign, R-C-O-M, R-C-O-M, that's R-C-O-M, oh, this is MOP, this is Men of God, R-C-O-M, Restoration Community Outreach Ministries, uh, 1999. That is dollar sign, R-C-O-M, 1999, amen. If you don't make a donation and keep us in prayer that we will keep on preaching and teaching the gospel, we love you. Keep us in prayer. Amen. God bless each and every last one of you. I love you, but God loves you more. If you need prayer, you need anything, give me a holler, call me, uh, hit me up on Facebook or, or online or anything. If you have my number or uh, message me, amen, if you need prayer, and we can always pray about it and give it to God and tell God all about it. God bless you and I love you.